Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. In a statement on Sunday, the Association of Catholic Priests, which represents over a thousand Irish priests, criticised the recent interventions by a number of bishops, indicating their willingness to defy the current health guidelines and allow confirmations and communions to to recommence in their diocese. Noting that some bishops had expressed disappointment that they were not consulted by the government over the current suspension of the sacraments, the ACP, the Association of Catholic Priests, said the experience could be useful in providing the bishops with better understanding of what it is like for certain groups within the church. Women, gay people and those in second relationships could tell bishops a lot about being powerless when it comes to church teaching and practice. You get where they're going with this, don't you? In other words, they need to start listening to people. You know, the world has changed. You know, we're not all kind of married and not having sex before marriage and not using contraception and all those things that the Catholic Church used to preach. What we are doing now is doing what we do best, which is living life. And there are gay people, there are single people with children, there are people in second relationships, there are people who are divorced, and many of those people consider themselves to be Christian and Catholic. And the church needs to accommodate them, but the church doesn't accommodate them because it still sticks by the old rules and still kind of judges and frowns upon people. I think that's the point they're making. They told the bishops that the Catholic Church has no greater access to special privilege in today's Ireland than any other group, and this might result in a humbler, poorer, simpler church, a church that dialogues with its people. In other words, let's start talking to people about their experiences in life. Elsewhere in their statement, the Association of Catholic Priests said the celebration of both First Communions and Confirmations had been troubling for many priests and people in recent years. Children are presented for both sacraments, even though many of them rarely, if ever, attend any celebrations of the Eucharist, either before and after the big day. In other words, they're making their Confirmation and Communion only because they feel they have to. They've never attended church in their life and they'll probably never attend it again. They're only doing it for the day to make money. They're not thinking of Holy God when they're walking down the aisle. The majority of them, some of them are, but the majority are not. And he's saying the point of doing it at the school is pointless, isn't it? Instead of the current model of the sacramental preparation involving partnership of a school, parents and parish, the Association of Catholic Priests would like to see the family and the parish nurturing faith and introducing children to the sacraments. So what they're essentially saying is, you know, why are the schools still doing it? That's not really what people want anymore. So they're kind of playing ball a little bit here. The church are kind of saying, well, look, we need to catch up here with what people's needs are, what they really want in life. Do they, you know, if these kids are not actually going to church, they're not really interested in confirmation and communion, why are we pushing it on them in schools? If they want to do it, they can do it privately between the parents and the church. That's what they're kind of saying. Let's listen to the people. So I'm asking you tonight, um, should sacraments be taken completely out of the schools? and maybe done solely by the church. About 90% of the state's 3,300 primary schools remain under the patronage of the Catholic Church. However, demand for non-denominational schools, such as those run by Educate Together, has been growing strongly in recent years. But there's a problem. And the problem always when we have this debate is, if they want non-denominational, let them build their own schools. But see, we don't need them to build their own schools. We have enough schools. Oh, we could do it a few more, of course we could. Reduce class sizes if we had the money. And the Department of Education would open up their wallet a little bit. Yes, we could do it more schools. But this idea that if they want their, you know, their non-denominational schools, build their own. There's 3,300 primary schools in the country. 90% of them are under Catholic patronage. There doesn't need to be 90%. That's the point. They don't need any more schools. They just need to remove some of them from the patronage of the Catholic Church. You know, and that way we wouldn't have confirmations and communions in them all. 
But anyway, many people in this country still remain or still maintain that we are Catholic and we are a Catholic country and having religion and religious sacraments in school is good for kids. Others believe, however, that we should go down the road of America where there is no religion in schools. It would be illegal, by the way, in America to have religion in schools because they can't do that. They can't put one religion over another. So what they do is they just have theology classes. And main, mainly, by the way, in secondary school or high school, as they call it over there, public schools in America don't teach religion. That's just the law. They don't teach religion. And for the reason they don't is because there's so many different denominations in America. As you know, America is a melting pot of religions. And the idea is that parents who want their kids to learn about religion have to send them to the classes after school. Sunday school, they call it in America. You get it more so in the Baptist states. You get Sunday schools where people, kids, are sent off to a school on a Saturday or a Sunday and they teach the religion there. And they teach the morals there. Those kind of religious morals. So what do you think? Has Ireland moved away from the Catholic country we once were? Is it time our schools moved away from it too? And, and by the way, I'm not posing the question. It's actually the church that are posing the question this time. It's not just me. The Association of Catholic Priests are saying we need to be more in touch with people. And that people are changing. Families are changing. You've got single parent families, you've got second married, divorced, you've got gay people, all who claim to be Christian and Catholic, and we need to listen to them as well. And then we've got kids, and they make the point of kids who are making their confirmation communion, and they've never attended any celebrations of the Eucharist, either before or after the big day. In other words, what is the point? We only want people who are genuinely dedicated, and I understand why they only want those people. So they need to start listening to people. So... Should all the religious sacraments be taken out of the school and education system completely, the public education system? No, you can still have your private Catholic schools if you want to, but out of the public education system. Yes, you believe they should be taken out, or no, you think it's an important part of who we are. We're Irish. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Irish and Catholic. James, good afternoon to you, or good evening to you. How are you? Good evening, Niall. How are you keeping today, James? I, I'm, I'm, I'm like John. I'm an, an unhappy Christian today, I'm afraid. You're an angry Christian. An angry Christian today. Oh, why? Did you read this report, by the way, I by the association? Read it all, but I, I read some of it now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they said it's, they uh, it's no church. longer fit for purpose and has to change, they said. You see, unfortunately, you have in the, in the Catholic Church now disloyal priests. Oh. Yes, there's a, there's, see, there is a split in the church, and that there is these lefty liberal priests, well. Okay. Like the guy who writes for the Sunday World, I can't think of his name now. Oh, right, okay, I can't think of his name. Oh, I know the, um, the trendy fellow, what's his name again? Darcy. Darcy, that's the one, yeah, Brian yeah, Darcy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. These are our, our treacherous priests. He's a nice man. Uh, he's, he can be whatever he likes now, but he's disloyal. <laughs> he's disloyal to yeah. the church and the ethos. Yes, and, he's, and he's, uh, these priests and talking about what they're talking about now, and uh, some of them are saying that, the you know the ceremony shouldn't go ahead to September, which is completely undermining their superiors, which are the bishops. But you could argue so that these, I mean, I... Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael or, or Mary Lou, or you'd be gone. She'd throw you out the party if you try to underline her, her leadership. You'll be dismissed. But is that is that not the idea even in politics that one person can make a change? I mean, I'm, I I don't want to talk about Father Brian Darcy per se because he's not on the air of his defend himself. But many other priests in the past, as well as Father Brian Darcy, have said that they believe they're more progressive, you know, and that they want the church to progress. And even the Pope, the current Pope, of course, is more progressive than previous popes when he talks about being non-judgmental towards sort of LGBT and and stuff like that. So is it not time? What they're kind of essentially saying, James, is we need to listen to people, but the world is changing. Well, 
how the world is changing. I, uh, I was uh, my neighbour was telling me that he was listening to local radio this morning, and I didn't hear it. But uh, there was a lady on, and she was talking about her son at the weekend. He had a birthday party. He's ten years old, I think. Okay. And the birthday party was going to be com- a combination of us coming out now. Oh. He was coming out at the weekend. Right. As gay, at ten years old. So that's the world we're now living in. I mean, I, I know some people think, you know, that's that's lovely and everything else. I personally, at 10 years of age, I don't believe anybody knows their sexuality at 10 years of age, um, whether they be gay I, or I straight, for that matter. I don't think it should be their concern at 10 years old. No, I don't, I don't think it should be a concern. I haven't even reached puberty, you know? No, I get a little bit more time. And I'm not suggesting you, you, you know, you vilify anybody at 10 years of age if that's the way they no, feel. No, no, no. But, but, but in yeah. saying that, give it a bit more time. And, and for the parents to encourage that by having a party at 10. Yes. I, I think would be... That'll go up on social media. Now he's got to go back to school in a couple of weeks. And I hope they won't be, uh, you know... Oh, no, I, and I hope not to. I, hope. I, I hope not. But no. that's not a position to put him in now at that age. But, uh, see, that's the world we're now living in. Also, you were talking today about community now. The community, yeah. Yes, and the, 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 thank God there's still a few pockets around, like in Kelly Harrington's place. But it, it is, it is dying away. And all of that, all of that community dying away people not going to the Mass anymore and, and, and the, the, the community worshipping together. That's all part of the secular society. This move to the left liberal secular society. Yeah, but you say because that, yeah, but you say that values, like there's something wrong with it, James. All those values will disappear now. All those Christian values will disappear because what this left liberal agenda is about is individualism now. But then, James, James, stop, stop. With society okay. and the collective now. But James, hang on for a second. You're saying it like there's something wrong with it. I consider myself to be secular, as you well know. I, even when I was a child, I had to be forced to go to Mass by my father, who was a devout Christian, by the way, and would question me when I come home on a Sunday as to what the Gospel was about and who said the Mass, right? Uh, and so I'd have to nip into the church for five minutes at the back to kind of see who was reading the, uh, the you know, the, the, or who, the, what the Gospel was about and, and who was saying the Mass. But you know as well as I do by listening to the show I'm still conservative I still have good values I still value the family I value marriage I value all those things but that that I don't have to be religious to value those things Well to see the problem with the church when it was there it, it promoted those things they constantly reminded people of those things now to see we have a society as I said where it's all about me, me, me my body my choice that's nothing to do with with community and collective now, the, the, the common good, that's about individualism, which is uh, part and parcel of this left liberal agenda. Also now, as you know, you judge a society usually where it's going by how they treat their most vulnerable. And now we've gone to a state where, as you know, the elderly were treated appallingly at the start of this COVID-19, dumped into nursing homes, left there to die. Then 66% of the population decided to take away the right to life of the most vulnerable of all, the unborn. If that's where our society is going, I'm very glad I'm going out of it, Niall, I can assure you. Well, I, I don't want to see you going out of it, James. Oh, and, uh, Niall, I, I only say that to my own family here. I'm very glad I'm at the age I am and coming to the end of it, because I would not want to be coming into it now. It wouldn't suit me at all, I'm afraid, to be born into this, this very cold... And does it, does it grate your gears that much, James, when you, when you see things? Like, I know you're pro-life and the last referendum obviously disappointed you greatly, but it, does it upset you that much? Oh, yes, yes. I never thought I'd see the day that, that 66% of the electorate would bring in such a barbaric law. And I never thought I'd see yeah, that. Yeah, but I, 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 leaving just aside the abortion referendum for the moment, I, 
I know older people like yourself, James, who, you know, I'm not suggesting for a minute you're stuck in time, by the way, because I wouldn't want to say anything disparaging or disrespectful to you. But I know older people who have changed with the times, you know what I mean, who are 80 or 90 years of age and still will think differently to you. They think progressively, I suppose, is the argument, isn't it? The word. But I, and, and you're happy to have the, the views that you have. And I, I'm not disrespecting your views, by the way. I appreciate and respect your views. Oh, I do. I mean, that's why I like coming on to you now. Even though you're not a uh, uh, believing man, you give everyone a fair uh, uh, hearing. Mm. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to go on maybe Joe Duffy and talk like that. <laughs> no, no, probably not. No. But I mean, I, I do understand what the Association of Catholic Priests are saying. I know you're not a, a keen fan of the Association of Catholic Priests, but I do understand what they're saying. They're saying women, gay people and those in second relationships could tell bishops a lot about being powerless when it comes to church teaching and practice. In other words, what they're saying is a lot of these people consider themselves to be Christians, even though they might have a child out of wedlock, even though they might be in a second marriage, even though they might be gay. They consider themselves to be Catholic or Christian, even though the church dismisses them, if you, by old school teaching, would dismiss them as habitual sinners. The church doesn't dismiss uh, gay people now. The Christian faith, there's two uh, major uh, religions in the world, the Islamic faith and the Christian faith now. And there mm. are others as well, but there's the two main blocks. Yeah. And if you look at the two main blocks now, in each one, how they treat the gay community, we are streets ahead in the Catholic Church of the Islamic faith. Streets ahead of them now. Because I can assure you, any Sunday here in Cork, any couple, uh, males or females, and if they're a same-sex couple, they're welcome into the Catholic Church to come in any... T- just like me, just like you, sit down, get their Mass, get their communion. They will not arrive at a mosque here on, on a Friday night as a gay couple because they will not. Well, we did have a spokesperson for, for the Islam. We, we did have a spokesperson for the Islamic uh, community on uh, not so long ago there, going back a couple of years ago, and he told me in his own words there were no gay Muslims. Yes, well, you, 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 well, you well, now we're going to kind of point out there is gay Muslims, but obviously he wouldn't, would he wouldn't acknowledge that. In, in the mosque in Tlansky on any Friday as a gay couple holding hands now, you will not be permitted in. So there we are. The Catholic Church is the most accommodating of all. Wait, when, you, when you say the most accommodating, for many years, they weren't that accommodating. Oh, well, yes. We are, we are, the past is the past. Now you can. We, when we know better, we do better now. And do you accept that? I mean, as, as a Christian and a Catholic, if you were in the Catholic Church, would you frown upon two men walking in, holding hands, maybe? Or... Me now? Yeah. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm sure no. it happens all the time when I'm there. Yeah. Uh, uh, that is no problem for me now. The only well, then why, well, then why are you so against the idea of what they're saying? What they're essentially saying is it's time to remove these sacraments because, realistically, most of the children making these sacraments, you know as well as I do, they're not running up the, the aisle of the church thinking of holy God on the way to heaven. They're thinking of how much am I going to make this afternoon. And they're never going to see the inside of a church again. Well, it is the mission aisle of the church to spread the word, as you know. Yeah, and that is the mission of all to, to, to genuine believers. Spread the word of the gospel to all now, mm. to all who to all. So and then some will take and some won't. Mm-hmm. If you're going down the slippery slope of taking religion out of schools now, I'd be far more concerned now about the other influences that are coming into schools. And I will mention the LGBT now in coming into the primary schools, trying to influence them into questioning their gender at seven or eight or nine years old, which is insanity now, and also. So there has to be a counterbalance to that now. And the counterbalance is, is the Christian faith. Mm. And uh, more than ever now, young people are very, very lost in Ireland in their teenage years now. We, we have young people trying to access mental health services at 11 and 12, unheard of in my day, with panic attacks, with anxiety, with self-harming themselves. 
So uh, there's got to be a counterbalance to that now. Okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Sean as well. Sean, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, Sean? How you getting on with the crack? How are you? All right, Sean, you've heard what James said. You know, he wouldn't agree at all, and he believes these priests that are suggesting this are being disloyal to the to the bishops. Yes, totally, and I, there's a lot of stuff I heard that James made, uh, sorry, comments that James made that I would agree on. Uh, however, sorry, one second. He, he mentioned that he would have no issue with two fathers walking into a church holding hands, and I applaud him for that attitude, and I think mm. that's great. Uh, I think the core thing is we can go down a lot of routes where we can disagree and disagree on micromanaging the whole situation. But my personal take on it is that if you are involved in the Catholic Church with, I have my own issues with it, but we can go into it from A to Z and waste our time with it. Uh, But my basic uh, thought on the conversation for tonight is that I think that if you're going to be involved in the Catholic Church, which I have no issue with anybody wanting to do that, that's absolutely fine. But I think education as a, uh, a whole, with the time that they have off over here, as you know, in the UK, you have six weeks off for yeah. summer, and over here you have three and a half months, which are... But depending, but depending if you're secondary or primary school, but you have... Yeah, with, yeah. with three months on average, which I think is a joke, uh, as you can imagine, because you've forgotten half of what you learn when yeah. you, you go back. Uh, but I think that if you are going to be involved in the Catholic Church, I think it should be a private thing that you should be doing in your own time. Similar to, similar to the United States Sunday school, yeah. 100%, because then it would allow you, and teach would go, this little, little John here is good at math, little Sarah over here is good at music, little blah blah is good at mm. things. But I, I do, yeah, but I do get what James is saying, Sean, I, yes. I, I do get what James is saying. Um, I'm sorry, is it, sorry, is it John or Sean? It is Sean, is it? Yes. Okay, okay. sorry. I, I do get what James is saying, that he's... He's more or less saying, you know, that we have to have a balance. And it's always been the duty of the church to indoctrinate children in school. Um, and, you know, for, you know, and to, you know, to have a Catholic ethos in the school because 90% of the schools have Catholic patronage. And he, but he believes that balance is important. That if we don't have that balance, and he doesn't, by the way, he's not knocking, you know, progression in society to some degree. We but he said, flawed. yeah, but, but you, he said you have to have a balance. Otherwise, the left, as he calls it, will run away with themselves. Well, I also think that balance should be created in the own time of the parents where the family can go and practice their beliefs as a family, as a whole, as opposed to... Let's but it's not, yeah, but the church is not just about belief, Sean. It's, about, it's also about morals and instilling morals. And which I do get what taught, James is saying about yeah, morals. Which can be taught in the practices of their own time. Uh, but I, I do believe that with especially with COVID, what's gone on with the amount of time they've had off schools at the well, moment. Well, that's a whole different argument, I do yeah. Think, absolutely. I do think that the fundamentals of education, the basic fundamentals where you've got your maths, your English, uh, especially those and the, the, the other very serious subjects which they're missing out on, I think that religion, uh, without disrespect to James's beliefs and thoughts and anybody else who's listening, I think that, that religion not be pushed aside for the moment, on a trial basis, be put into the household of people who practice it and do it in their own time and allow, at least for now, education recover on a trial basis. So To see how it works out. See how it works out. Well, we, just, well, we know once it happens, it's not going back there. James, would you accept that? No, no. No, I didn't think you would. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a no, straight no, answer. No, 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 no
no, the Catholic Church needs to be there now, Niall, more than ever, because we have a society now where, as I said already, not to be repeating myself. They're running away with themselves. I'm very depressing to look at the prime time investigate to see open drug dealing going on in our streets of Dublin now. Young people being groomed into it at 11 and 12 years old. You know, there were, but who's to say those, the, I mean, those people who are openly drug dealing or those young people that are drug dealing or groomed into it. They're all Catholic. Well, a lot of those are Catholics. They went to church when they were young. They had Catholic teaching in school. It didn't stop them from doing it. Well, we can't have a situation where everybody is going to be, you know, uh, behave as they should be. I, I'm not unrealistic enough to to think that. But if you have children today, if you can get some of them the message and give them a faith, it's a huge resource. The Catholic uh, Church would believe, I believe myself, it's a huge okay, resource for any child to have in these times now, to have a faith. It's something to fall back on. Sorry, yeah, okay, sorry, Sean, what are you trying to say to him? Sorry, James, uh, I... I, I, I I totally respect where you're coming from, but I do have to have a counter-argument. Uh, yeah, that's what you're going to go, go ahead, Sean. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to, with the education in disarray as it is over the past two years, and it's going to go on for another while, God, I say God. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, you uh, go. It's been a Freudian slip yeah, there, but go on, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Is this live? Can we, can we go back? <laughs> no, you, know, you can't rewind that one, unfortunately. You can't edit that out. <laughs> I, I do think that you're more likely to go and get a job for the, uh, the, the for knowing your basic fundamentals of education than going, I know what the, you know, the, I know what Whip the Ark was built from. You're not going to get a job from that. And unfortunately, I think we need to be... To smart, focus on education rather than theology. Fundamentals of education. Mm. No, no, I, I, by the way, there's a lot of things. Yeah, but with the greatest respect, Sean, there's a lot of things you learn in school that you're not going to get a job from. I, I understand, you know, knowing where Jesus was born and, you know, yeah. and what date he was born on and many stars yeah. that was in the sky is not going to get you a job. But in yeah. saying that, there are many things that we teach children in school that are completely irrelevant, you know, to their future careers. So I, I wouldn't use that as an argument. I, I would totally agree with you. I think 80% of what I know now was when I walked out the doors of school when yeah. I was 16, you know, because yeah. I, I, I went to life college and, you know, I learned, the, I wouldn't say the hard way, but you, you, you learn yeah. you learn bits and pieces. But I, I, I do think, I think one of the other things that I do think is ridiculous these days, I mean, when I was at school, I remember a lovely teacher in home economics and all she wanted to do was teach us how to make rock buns. <laughs> right, remember the rock buns, yeah. That's never got me a with the currents, with the currents in them. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, you could smash a window. With <laughs> uh, but you know, you could argument the same case where, well, we were in home economics and they never taught us how to roast a chicken or prevent, uh, make a Sunday roast or something like this. We actually walked out of home economics not knowing nothing. Yeah, we knew we knew what the cup of flour was. So it, uh, I would actually sort of equal that to the same as. Mm. What the the, the the religion is going yeah, to walk out not Yeah, but I, I, I do believe mind. yeah, but I do believe what James is saying, although I'm not a Christian, I'd like to think yeah, when I when I say I'm not a Christian, I consider myself a Christian person, right? But I'm not a Catholic, right? I'm not religious. But I, I, I maybe I'm wrong in saying that, James, that I'm a Christian person, in other words, I have Christian morals, right? And I've always taught my children good morals. And I do say, I do understand what James is saying that a lot of those morals that we teach children today come from the fact that we're Irish and come from the fact that we're primarily Catholic and Christian. So, you know, if we take that away completely, Sean, even though I might not necessarily agree with what they teach, um, it, it, it's like that buffer that we're removing. 
And I, and I do get what he's saying, even though I'm not religious. I do too. I do too. Because I've been living in Ireland now for 20 years, and I understand the importance of religious education on the Irish people because, you know, I've been mingling in society. Mm. They all know the, the pros and cons as more so than what I would know because in the UK we wouldn't take it as uh, yeah. as serious as over here. Which, But I do at the moment... Well, the, 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 the difference in the UK is that you've many different religions. No? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, James. Sorry, no, James. I, I'm just I'm not digressing now, but as you know... Um, Croke Park was made available recently to the Islamic faith. That's right. To uh, so they could uh, have their festival of Eid. Yeah. Which is uh, and the call to prayer. Yes. A thousand people there in Croke Park, mm-hmm. and then of course, when you have the festival of Eid, I have Muslim neighbours now. It's a big, big uh, party. Now there's not drinking because the Muslims don't drink, but there's a big food feast party, and families come together after the festival. Uh, yeah. Now uh, there was ever, never had any mention that the government or the GA would provide the Croke Park for uh, communions now, which they could have had in the good weather. Yes, of course, they could have had. They could have op- put an altar in the Croke Park and had the Dublin dices and had the communions in the, when we had the good weather. And they could have done it in Parky Queen for the people of Cork. There was, of no, there was no mention of crowds or uh, parties after the festival. No one in the government would dare mention that now because we know what would happen. They would be accused immediately be Islamophobic. But of course, Christians now are second-class citizens now in their own country, so it's open season for the Taoiseach to tell the bishops, no, you cannot have the sacraments, you cannot have the baptisms, you know? So we are, we know now there's a ferocious bias in the Doyle, in a lot of the media, against Catholics now, and the Catholic Church. That's very, that's very common now, that's very obvious now. Okay, well, stay, stay there for a second. I want to go to another James uh, for the purpose of the show, because he is another James. I'm going to call him Jimmy, uh, so I do apologise. Let me just... Oh, sorry, hang on, I'll just switch you on here. Hang on. Sorry, James. James 2. Jimmy, how are you? How's it going? I, oh, it's, it's you, James. <laughs> it doesn't seem right calling you, Jimmy. I'm going to call you Jimmy for the purpose of the show, all right? Please don't. Uh, yeah, well, oh, sorry. I, I, can't have, I can't have two just Jameses Jay, at the same yeah. time. Don't call me Jimmy. Well, I'll just call you Jay, all right? Jay. Yeah. yeah no, oh, Jay. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay, so <laughs> you've heard what James had to say, and, and I kind of, even though I'm not a Catholic, I'm agreeing with him, because I, I would be the, always the first to say separate church and state, but in some sense, I do understand what he's saying. There's a buffer there, you know, to stop, you know, society running away with itself. Well, it seems you, you could say it's a firewall. A firewall, yes. You know, it is a buffer, and, you know, like... It, you could say why did Ireland never fall to like the ideologies of communism, Nazism, fascism? It's probably because the Catholic Church, you know, they mm-hmm. already had its own ideology and it was basically impenetrable. In yeah. The 40s and 50s, any kind of opposite ideology. Yeah. You know, as they were the dominant ideologies in Europe. You know, I'd say that probably had a lot to do with it. Of course it did. You know, so, you know, there is some good uses to it, but I'd say they basically slit their own throat by capitulating to multiculturalism. And when they started to give up their actual faith in the schools. But they had to. Yeah, well... Mm. Mm, because they, they had... I mean, when we, when we see the way society changed, if they didn't change, you know, they would have been abandoned by more people. Yeah, well, I'd say it's more got to do with the introduction of new populations into the country. Mm-hmm. Also. Well, I don't, that's only 15% of the population. Yeah, yeah, but it's, see, it's very hard to actually hold your... Like, basically say, we're not allowing these children into these schools because they're not Catholic. Mm-hmm. Because that's a form of discrimination, you know, and 
and because there are a lot of Catholics actually really like they don't agree with discrimination, so they're willing to capitulate. Mm. And then in the teachings of sexual education, which is completely opposite to what they're actually supposed to preach, you know, and then the way they actually teach all religions as equal in skills, like I went to, to Catholic skills, and they taught us about Islam, Judaism, Buddhism, and they told us that basically they're no different. You know, you respect them equally. They're all as valid as each other. I never put their own on a pedestal. But that's not a bad thing to teach children, is it? Well, it is, but it isn't, it isn't because they... So they weren't teaching you that God was the one true God? Well, it was our faith. Mm -hmm. That that was the ethos of the skill. You know, and with the affair of offence, they capitulated and they gave it away piecemeal. And that was basically symbolic. You know, so you believe the Catholic Church in schools and the patronage is, is just symbolic, so it's just time to give it up now at this stage? Because you believe they gave in too easy? Oh, they, they didn't. Well, there was no fight now. You couldn't even say they resisted. Every every single thing that was demanded because of the news that was coming out in the 90s and early 2000s, I would say, that they lost their moral standpoint. You know, so they were easy to pick apart. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted basically, I say, public forgiveness, so look how nice we are. Would you, James, would you accept that, that they kind of bow down too easy to a progressing world? Well, James is making some very good points there now, in that, uh, see, unfortunately, we're compromised now now by these, these people like Father Brendan Smith and more like him. They did desperate, desperate damage now. And, uh, but they could have recovered. Do you think they could have recovered now, from the, that? The Catholic Church is on the back foot now. Uh, because every time they try to, we'll say, offer an opinion, that'll be brought up now. Mm-hmm. The you know the abuses and the, the, the industrial schools and all that. So they were on a you know they were on a they, they, they were very seriously compromised now. Mm-hmm. And uh, also you must remember they're kind of elderly now. A lot of the priests as well now. Mm-hmm. We talked about that last week. There's very few of them now. There's no mm-hmm. um, priests um, being ordained anymore. It just doesn't really happen anymore now. Yes, to see that's the problem. That's prob- that problem as well. But as I said, um, my only argument is that uh, so see, uh, what's behind this driving the, uh, the religion out of school, it suits the likes of the, the Boyd Barrett's and the Breed Smith's now. Yeah, but, but the point James is making, or Jay is making, is a good one. Sure, they're not doing anything. They're serving no purpose because they're not fighting anyway. So in other words, you talked earlier on about the new sex education bill, for example, and James mentioned it as well. And you believe, you obviously disagree with the new sex education bill. But the, the 90% of these schools are Catholic patronage. So how is it even being allowed into the schools? Well, so if, if they're putting up a fight, they clearly aren't. You're obviously, well, some of the bishops have mentioned, have been against it now, And but uh, you also must remember that the teachers now, a lot of the teachers in the schools now would be left liberal now. Mm-hmm. The, the young teachers would be very much of, they wouldn't be, a lot of these teachers wouldn't be believers either now, even though they're working in a Catholic school. Well, that's because it would be hard to fill all the roles of teaching yes, in this country it. with believers. Yes, that's the thing to say. So, as I said, uh, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, the, the church is fighting a hard battle now and I'll to, to, to Fighting a losing battle, I think. To come some influence, but still, you know, there's so a lot no, of no, countries no, around the world. For example, Hungary now is not giving in, I can assure you. Mr. Yeah, but, Orban, yeah. Mr. Or, uh, what's the name? Victor Orban. I know, they, yeah, they just brought in legislation oh. which bans the promotion of any LGBT yeah. material. Now, now he is a very strong Prime Minister and he is going to hold on to those Christian values, even though the EU and people like Simon Coveney and Ursula van der Leyen are trying to force him 
uh, to because well, they were, well, they're referring to him as being a bigot, obviously, and referring to him as being uh, homophobic. But the, see, the thing is, he's the democratically elected prime minister of Hungary with a huge majority. It's the third time he's in office. He's got huge support out of the people now. And this EU, these bullies now, are saying, you do what we tell you, you change the laws in your country, uh, or else we'll expel you. I mean, that is pure bullying now. Well, well, no, in a sense, it's not, because they're part of the EU and they're part of a larger organisation. Now, if they don't want that type of bullying, well, it's very easy. They'll have to leave. Well, because yeah, that's yeah, what the, the EU stand for, isn't it? No, but hold on. No, yeah, sorry, EU James. The EU was not like this when these countries joined us. No, of course it wasn't. Well, because the the EU will make the same claim that Ireland has made. Ireland certainly was. And when we joined the EU, of course, you know, we wouldn't have dreamt of, you know, abortion or same-sex marriage or any of these things because it was a very different Ireland. But now we've changed, just like the EU has changed. Well, that's where the agenda has been driven from now, the EU. EU. Yeah, well, I say the EU has more infiltrated than I'd like. No change in society is ever natural now. It's always orchestrated from the top down. So, so yeah, but, but, but James, your argument when you come on was to disagree with, J- with James by saying that, you know, you believe it's only symbolism, symbolism at this stage to so just get rid of it. But I reckon then, so obviously you're being cynical. No, well, I'm not really being cynical. I do genuinely think there's a lot of a la carte Catholics that do really do a lot of, how should you say, uh, you know, uh, damage to the church because they are, on paper, they're Catholic, but they don't believe in any of it. So they say that, like, uh, merely... Mary yeah. One of my favourite people now. Yeah, she's a don't example. think she would be so. an example of what I'm trying to explain, you know, where she says, I'm a Catholic woman, I care so much about the Catholic Church, but yet she, every single time she gets a chance, she swipes at them. Mm-hmm. Well, she you described know, the Pope as a, a woman hater now, mm-hmm. and he was presiding mm-hmm. over a, a culture of misogyny. Why don't you just leave? Why don't people who actually don't agree with the Catholic faith just leave and leave the Catholics alone? The people who actually do believe in the faith. Because they believe the Catholic Church have a lot of power over people and people's views. Hold on, but they are a faith now, so they are a group, they are a culture. And they should be allowed to navigate through society as they see fit themselves. They shouldn't have to capitulate to please people who are not of their faith. Mm -hmm. Because you wouldn't expect someone who's not a Catholic to capitulate and conform to Catholic beliefs. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what a, multi, a multicultural society is about, is being tolerant of each other and accepting each other's ways of life. We have different ways of life, but we have to coexist in the same political system. Stay there just a second, both of you. Let me go to Joseph, the three J's. Uh, Joseph, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joseph? Hi, Niall. How are you? It's been a while, Joseph. How are you keeping? Not too bad, yourself. Good. Uh, Joseph, is it, are the, the, Catholic, the Association of Catholic Priests right? Is it time for the church to start accepting and understanding, you know, different types of people, you know, women, gay people and those in second relationships and, and being, you know, and, and removing, you know, the, the church from education? Well, I mean, uh, I believe in tradi- traditional Catholicism, which is the only Catholicism, actually. Uh, yes, they're ordained priests, so I'll go gentle on them as much as I can. But uh, let's just say, how do I put it? They're they're enemies of the the Catholic Church. So uh, they may as well be working with Freemasonry to undermine the Catholic Church. With the Freemasons? And now we're going down a a different route altogether, aren't we? Well, well, I mean, uh, sorry, now... This is long since known about Freemasonry and the hated enemy of the Catholic Church. And uh, many Freemasons have stated that uh, 
a liberal is a useful idiot that carries out the same policies as the Masons, even if they don't know they're doing it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I mean, you know, p- people pretend like the Freemasons don't exist, yet RT do a piece on them, and RT supporting the arts have got to have a thing hanging outside their Freemason club there across from the Dáil I guarantee you the Dáil is full of Masons. You see, I, I, I'm intrigued by the Freemasons, by the way, about this whole thing, whether people are in, enlisted as Freemasons just because we believe they might be, mm. and whether people actually go to the trouble of being members and being part of uh, the Freemasons. Now, I know they still have a building there in Dublin City. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're, and where's it? Molesworth Street, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think that's where it is. But I, I, I don't believe when I hear people saying, oh, they're Freemasons and he's a Freemason and they're Freemasons. Just because somebody says something that's liberal and that's something that you don't agree with doesn't necessarily mean that they're always Freemasons. Well, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that the, someone who's liberal is a Freemason. I'm saying Freemasons say that they are very useful idiots. Yeah, but, but it's a useful, it's also a useful term to use against somebody you disagree with. No, 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 no. The, the, Inherently, or an organisation that you may disagree no, no, with. No, no, the, the, the free, they're the Freemasons' own words about liberals. That's mm. what they say. So I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that that's what they say. I've read what they've said. Mm. But, so regarding the, 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 the Association of Catholic Priests, I mean, really and truly, they'd want to go back and... Uh, and, and, but you, you don't think the idea of they're saying that um, let me see they, they told the bishops uh, that the Catholic Church has no greater access to special privilege in today's Ireland than any other group and that this might result in a humbler poorer simpler church a church that dialogues with its people well uh, if the Catholic Priest Association got the way they'd destroy it completely but uh, all I would say is right as uh, I know as a Catholic right today that I'm in a minority of a minority now in Ireland uh, but the land that these schools and the churches are built on still belong to the Catholic Church. People who donated that land, they did not give it for people who come in with other ideologies completely hostile to the Catholic faith to be taught in those places. So if somebody who has whatever views they want, want to teach that, let them go and provide land and build their own schools and the state will pay for the teachers. As a Catholic, I believe that I have a right to... Uh, yeah, but, you, you, I, but I made this argument earlier on at the opening. It's all well and good and everyone comes up, oh, but sure, if you want your independent schools and your independent thinking schools, build your own bloody schools, uh, yeah, similar to the non-denominational. But, but hang on, but we don't need that many more schools. We already have 3,500, so no, we don't need that many more. But basically what you're saying, so, is um, that those who are... In, those who... So those who bequeathed that land... For Catholic schools, they, their rights now should be trampled upon completely. I'm not saying that, but they should surrender it at not. this stage. They've it's made it. Well, hang on, hang on. They, you know, over time, the Catholic Church made a substantial amount of money per head of person between mother and baby homes, Magdalene laundries, Catholic schools. They because they got paid. They didn't do it for free. The state was paying them to do it. What were the pittance to, to look well, at? There wasn't pittance. In the, at, at the time, it would have been quite a substantial amount of money. They it were paid a, per head. It was a pittance per person. But the point is, they made a substantial amount of money over a long period of time. Is it not time to surrender some of those schools? They don't have to surrender the land, by the way. I'm saying as a Catholic, I, I would surrender nothing to this communist fascist state. Oh, nothing. 
we now live under a fascist communist well, state. Well, that's that's your view. That's because it doesn't. Well, it, that's because it doesn't sit well with your view, Joe, Joseph. Well, you want to know what the definition of of a, of a fascist? I'm well aware of the definition of fascism. What is the definition of a fascist? I I know what you think it is, and I know what I think it is, but well, I don't well, believe that well, Ireland well, is a fascist well, state. Well, well, sorry. A fascist state is when the police are on the roads telling you where... I don't... Joseph, if you listen to the show on a regular basis, you will know that I disagree with a lot of what's going on at the moment, but I still still wouldn't use the word fascism. I believe that some of the actions uh, of both the state recently have been quite fascist, but that doesn't make us a fascist state. Well, it is. You're either going in one way or the other. We're we're not going in the direction of a, a free democratic country. We are heading down a road of total tyranny where... Uh, big tech are in total collusion with all the governments, including the Irish government, in suppressing free speech. Uh, and if you have certain views now, you're not allowed. You, you're you're on the radio, aren't you? Niall, you're an exception to the rule. Oh, I, I don't think I'm an exception. You to are. The rule. These views are not. You will not get past the gatekeepers of any of the big media or. If you even okay, but well, 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 let me let me just go back just before I finish this up. But let me go back to the other, the first James, if I can. James, you heard what Joseph says. He believes this is all part of the rocky road of fascism and you know silencing people and, and censorship communism. and, and communism, communism and everything else that goes along with it. Well, yes, uh, I can see where Joseph is coming from now. Uh, these priests now that are re- rebels now, like the, like the people I mentioned already. Um, you see, the most dangerous enemy of all of any organisation is the enemy within. Yeah. Uh, because, as you know, the Lord himself was betrayed by one of his own. Uh, but hasn't there always been... Judas, and yeah. I, I consider these people like Judas now. But hasn't there always been the trendy priest? I mean, since I was a child, there was the trendy priest. There was always that one priest who was a little bit against the grain and he'd go to the, the discos and, you know what I mean, and he was a, a bit trendier than the rest of them. In the public, no, no. Sorry? Yeah, go ahead, Joseph. Yes. Now, the reason, the trendy priest was as rare as hen's teeth, but he was promoted like as if he was nearly the majority. Well, we, we in, my par- in my parish at the time when I was a kid, we had a trendy priest. Mind you, I, yeah, I'm not going to mention his name, but it turned out that he was a paedophile in the end anyway, but I never know. Father Michael Cleary now was a trendy priest, mm. and he didn't do any favours to the Catholic Church or the reputation of the Church now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I could a certain Sunday world writer, but uh, you know uh, the thing is, uh, I all the priests that I knew when I was young were were decent men and were uh, were good people. And yeah, were but, you, but the trendy priest was a good person too. Most of them were good no, people too. No, I, I found I have found uh, to come to realise. <laughs> And Bishop Casey now was a trendy bishop, I'm afraid. He was, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Men didn't do the church's oh, reputation any good. No, no, he didn't really. I, I can assure you that any of these ones that are into this media attention for the wrong reason, uh, there's a big flaw behind them. Listen, lads. Thank you very much indeed. I have to wrap it up. Listen, thank you very much to James, Jay and uh, Joseph as well. The three Jays there tonight. Um, I don't think we'll ever get to the end of that argument. And I do respect the views of every Christian in the country, including James, who come on there at the very start of the show. Um, but maybe some people believe text some of the text coming in. It's time to move on now. These three sound like dinosaurs on the radio. No, they don't. They just have views that are different to yours. It's okay to have different views, you know. Unfortunately, nowadays, and Jed, that's one thing I will agree with Joseph on, uh, it seems that it's not okay to have different views anymore. There was a time when the Catholic Church were the ones responsible for censoring and silencing everybody. And now it's quite the opposite. The Catholic Church, by the way, are now the ones being silenced. And those with any kind of right-wing views, not extreme right-wing, but me, you know, Kind of conservative views are the ones being silenced. 
Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.